This is Boring Conversation Anyway, a Star Wars podcast brought to you by the guys at FlyGuy.net and DBSW.net. Officially sponsored by BigBadToyStore.com, thousands of toys and cool collectibles shipping worldwide. Make sure you check out BigBadToyStore.com for their hot pre-orders and new arrivals. This is episode 9 of Boeing Conversation Anyway, and as usual, this is FlyGuy from FlyGuy.net. Joining me from the other side of the pond is my brother from another mother, uh, Mr. Whit Anderson. Good day, folks. And also, we have a special guest again. We have company, um, who's uh, decided to come back. What, what an amazing guy he's decided to come back. We didn't he scare has, him off the first time. We didn't time. scare him off the first time. Sith Lord 229, <laughs> otherwise known as Steve. Welcome again, sir. Thank you for joining us. This was really nice of you to come back on the show. How's the weather and stuff for you? And uh... um, Over the past few days, it's been pretty good. But uh, this morning, at least, it's been really kind of miserable. So. Oh, dear God. Yeah. I probably, I probably wouldn't have had anything else planned today anyway. So. Oh, my God. Well, thank well you for... Getting out of bed early and uh, and coming on the show and I think it was um it was about three months ago we had you on and uh, yeah it was just before Christmas I think yeah and we, we had a great time thank you again but uh, just I noted just looking through my uh, kind of notes here just from that that last time we had you on you had at the time nine point one million people had viewed your channel you're just about uh-huh. to nearly top ten million and that's oh, about three months <laughs> um, you've also I think the look just my figures I'd noted down. You're nearly another, yeah, you're nearly another thousand people have subscribed to you in that short period of time. You, sir, are without a doubt the YouTube Star Wars podcast <laughs> video review king, I'm telling you. So um, thank you. Your, your, your stuff just seems to get better and better. And I noticed you've been doing a lot of 12-inch reviews recently. Is that something you've always had or you just dug out? Um, I've, I've actually had, well, been collecting the Sideshow stuff for a good couple of years now, but I've, I've never got around to reviewing them, and I've had that many demands for them, you know, people just sending messages and comments just saying, you know, you need to review these things, because um, people always see them behind me, you know, during my reviews and stuff. <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. They always want to see them, so I just thought, you know, because I'm, I'm, I haven't actually got anything to review yet, because I'm waiting for a lot of stuff to come in the mail, yeah. so I just thought I'd fill in a few gaps with uh, with that. Uh, you, you get you get tons yeah. of them on that channel, but wow! So uh, yeah, for anyone that doesn't know Steve, uh, uh, get onto YouTube and look for Sith Lord Two Two Nine. Although I can't imagine anyone who doesn't know you already, but never mind. <laughs> if they don't know Star Wars, but uh, yeah, well, I really cool. enjoy the twelve-inch reviews. I mean, I don't collect those, but they're they're definitely fun to watch, and I like to see all the detail that go into those figures. So yeah. I appreciate them on that level. So thank you, Steve. Uh, yeah, I think the thing is as well, just as you say, I mean, I don't collect a lot of them either, but these things are not cheap. And um, no, yeah, no. <laughs> it's, uh, in some ways, it's nice to have someone out there who's actually bought these things and has such a passion for them that they get you get to see them. And uh, I've actually, since watching your reviews and someone else this week, you've made me go out and buy one. So, um, <laughs> so um, was it was it the Captain Rex one by any chance? Absolutely, yes. The time I'd watched your clone trip, I thought, no, no, I really need to buy a clone. And, and yeah, then I saw mm. Rex and. And that was it, but, uh, but there we go. I like news. Anything happening this week, chip in, guys, if you've got anything you want to say. Um, it's been fairly quiet, as far as I can tell, in uh, big news this week. I think, as you said, Steve, there's a lot of stuff still to arrive. With... It's the, yeah. post, the post-Toy Fair slump, I think. Um, well, there's I a, there's quite... one little announcement. Um, sorry, I didn't mean to cut it there real quick. I'll just throw this out there real quick. Oh. So, but uh, 
Bonnie Burton just released her is hmm. coming out later this month. Her latest Star Wars craft book is coming out. Uh, you can actually pre-order that on Amazon. I think it's actually under ten bucks right now. You get it almost half off if you pre-order. Wow. Uh, yeah, and Bonnie's. I posted a picture of her that I saw on her Flickr a couple of days ago on my on mine with a link to the Amazon link. A uh, great picture of her with a couple of her crafts. She's got the Jabba pillow she built a while ago and all that fun stuff. So. Yeah, that thing's huge. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> she hauls it around too. I've seen she, I've seen a couple of pictures of her from conventions around the US where she's taken it with her. Uh, so yeah. She I, 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 she manages to do all that and run the Star Wars blog and uh, and a ton of other stuff as well. A ton of other stuff, yeah. She's amazing, and and she really she's one of the few people I've ever seen in, in Lucasfilm. In fact, she's the only one I know of that ever really reaches out and um and kind of communicates. Um, but uh, I I saw this week the guy who plays Governor Tarkin um in the Clone Wars, the voice actor. I, I think he's another Stephen as well. Um, yeah, Attack, <laughs> Attack of the Stevens, and um yeah, I think he I think he was on your channel, Steve, or someone else's as well, and a few others. And wow, he's yeah. I didn't. I didn't really know if that was legitimate or not, though, because he he sent me quite a few comments and messages, and I thought, you know, for this this guy's an actor, why would he take the time out to really go to that much effort and send like I don't know about four or five comments? Because he he sent a comment on my on my actual channel, and I have to approve the the comments that go on my channel. Sure. Um, and and he left one just saying, oh, uh, just thought I'd drop by and leave you a comment. Thought the work that you do is great. Keep it up. Um, so I approved that one, and then like two minutes later, before I even got the chance to reply to him, he left another comment saying, thank you for the comment, and I'm glad you enjoyed the show. And I was like, I haven't even replied to this guy. What's he talking about? <laughs> okay. Governor Turkey. So yeah, so I didn't, I didn't really take that as legitimate or anything, so I just kind of left it. What were you going to say? What? But if, 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 if you're listening, then I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm just wondering if he's a new actor, if he's just trying to reach out to the Star Wars community as much as he can. Just, I mean, it could even be a publicist or something that he could, yeah, yeah, to kind of do yeah. This yeah kind of it, it was, it was, it was just the way that he left that comment. It was kind of, kind of weird that you know it was like writing a reply to a reply which I'd never made, if you know what I mean. So I was just kind of maybe, taken aback by that. I was like, well, Charlie, what? Maybe he went a little Charlie Sheen <laughs> on you. <the internet. laughs> <laughs> he's winning. He's winning. He is. <laughs> Charlie Sheen has just lost the plot these days. Yeah, As a side yeah. note, what the hell is that guy going on? Oh, never mind. <laughs> Me and a few uh, friends were talking about him the other day, and we were saying, "How long do you give him?" I know. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I know. Give, yeah. I'll give him till the middle of the year. I'll give him till about June. Oh god, well, that's not silly. No. Yeah, that's generous. <laughs> <laughs> never mind. But uh, I, 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 if there's any other news chipping, but one of the things, uh, uh, news-wise and Clone Wars this week was that the. the, the uh, Culmination of this three-part uh, plot of the Citadel. What, 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 did you you obviously get a chance to see it as well? So what, what did you think? Um, I liked it. Um, I I mean, like I said, I, I raved about the first episode on our last uh, podcast, and yeah. uh, um, honestly, I think they could have wrapped it up in two episodes. Uh, yeah. I thought it dragged on, but I can't even actually remember what happened in the second episode, and I watched it earlier tonight. Um, <laughs> Um, I, I mean, I probably remember a couple of scenes, but that first episode was awesome, and um, mm. and I liked the whole thing. I, you know, I liked Tarkin. I really liked all the action. The clones were really good in it. It was cool to see the ARC troopers, and uh, but I think they could have just mashed those last two episodes together and just made it a two-part thing, and I think it would have been better. But mm. yeah, I, yeah, I don't know. What, what do you think, Steve? I was just sad to see Echo die. <laughs> That's what I thought. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. I, I kept thinking he was weird. maybe going to come back in the third, but he's, they've killed him again. Yeah, I know. It, it's really weird, like, because, I don't know, it's like with all these recurring characters, it just makes you wonder when, they, when they're <laughs> going to kill off like some of the main characters, like, you know, starts to get the, the juices flowing on whether or not Rex is going to be next or something like that, you know. I know, I know. Yeah. It's it, well. This we is see it. Cody in Revenge of the Sith, but we don't see Rex. Mm. Yeah, I have this weird theory: Rex and Ahsoka just disappeared or something. I, I don't know what's going on, but uh, yeah, yeah. But, uh, I've just got the feeling that I've just got the feeling that Ahsoka's going to maybe like I don't know reach knighthood, and Ahsoka's going to like go on off on her way, and then that's just going to be it. That's going to be like the culmination of the series, and we're just going to have to assume what happens to her. I don't, I don't think they'll kill her off. No, there's too many kids to upset <laughs> I, I don't think so either and i think it was last time that the three of us were chatting that we were talking a little bit about ahsoka and i don't know if it was there but i remember somewhere that uh people were talking about uh her going off with plo Koon. and uh mm. this ep- this whole arc really kind of made me think that way even a little bit more because she mm. he really kind of takes her under her shoulder the way especially the way he kind of defends her at the end of the the last episode there um, mm. where Anakin asked if he had given her permission and he kind of looks over and he's like, well, I, I guess I did. And like kind of puts his arm around her and they walk off and that was the way it ended. Um, yeah, so yeah that's, that, right. that's, that's just my little conspiracy theory on that. <laughs> but yeah, you're right. Even the, um, I thought that they really played the, in the second episode, the, the Tarkin and Anakin relationship quite thickly. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. did it again in the third episode to really overstress the point. I thought, um, uh, just how Especially much Tarkin. The end. Yeah, absolutely. With the doors closing and the uh, yeah. So um, look, a good show. But I think you're. I think I agree with you. I think they could have. Um, in fact, I agree with you both. They shouldn't have killed Fives or Echo, was it? <laughs> I remember. Sure, yeah. Um, and they they should have wrapped up. I think in two. It was just a little bit long, but um, I'm kind of yeah. glad to see the end of the Christopher Walken um, uh, Trandoshan kind of guy uh, that was running the Citadel because. He was I cool. thought he was a little Trandoshan, too, yeah. Man, the way Ahsoka took him out, wow. I know, yeah. <laughs> That was a little dark side there. It was, it was. I was kind of like, show more blood, but uh, it's funny. <laughs> funny, you get to... Play into it, too. I know, I know. You, you get to see in Revenge of the Sith, you know, Yoda putting the, the blade right through a, a storm uh, Stormtrooper's, a 501st Trooper's chest. Uh-huh. But in the cartoon, they kind of tamed it down. You saw it kind of where it was going, and then just the burnt hole of the... Uh, yeah. So... Mm-hmm. Uh, just shows you the difference between the, the time slot, I guess. Maybe they show it. I don't know. But uh, cool. Well, any other news from you guys you want to talk about, Steve? Anything on your side of the point um, that you've wanted, you've heard about, or um, figures? The, the only bit of news really that I've found, because like you said, it's been really quiet recently. Um, but I was trolling through eBay the other day, and I I was uh, having a look through Tungori stuff, um, and I noticed that he'd got um, a couple of the new 2011 right. figures. That's right. For order, I think I saw Commander Wolf mm. um, and the Riot Clone Trooper, but I've checked back this morning and Commander Wolf's gone. So <laughs> it just goes to show that he's going to be uh, quite a popular one. So. You can well, blame he, blame me for a couple. Yeah, he, he gets mentioned <laughs> in just about every episode of this show too. <laughs> You're, it's kind of surprising that you brought him up first and not one of us. <laughs> That's true, <laughs> actually. Um, I, the, the Riot Trooper didn't come with the. Uh, with the shields, I thought that was a little bit of a, a yeah, 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 you know, why buy it if it doesn't come with a main thing about him? Um, there's a couple other figures as well. They had a, the, an Ahsoka, which I bought, the new Ahsoka. That, I think there was one other figure that was briefly on the site, and I think I missed it. Um, but again, a, a new figure. Um, wasn't vintage. It was one of the Clone Wars ones. He seemed to have Elles. That's who it was. The 
Green oh, right. Bounty Hunter. I must have missed that one. Huh? Yeah, it's um, I think it's what pointed it a couple of uh, weeks ago when we talked about him. If you go onto his site and you you look at some of the stuff that's bought, uh, you can see on the right hand side how many have sold and. You know, like hundreds yeah. of these things are sold, and you know it's ridiculous. Like it says, like at least three hundred of this have sold already, and you're like <laughs> three hundred of this figure that hasn't even come out yet. I know. <laughs> I think there's so many fanboys like us that kind of uh, to get hold of figures a early and b at a price that's pretty damn reasonable. Um, the only bummer really is you don't get any nice, cool packaging, and occasionally miss some items out, but. Uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, especially, I know, Steve, you've had some problems in the UK and Hasbro have never really, even when I was there, uh, they've never really showed much love for the UK, really. It's only no. in the last year they've kind of began to wake up to fans and things, I think. But uh, yeah. same, same here as well. I mean, it's very limited and, and, and unfortunately the US kind of really gets all, all, all the love, I think, and attention for some of the figures. And thanks to people like Whit and that side of the world, you know, you know, we're able to get things like Jabba's Thrones and stuff. Otherwise... It's eBay, man. That's it. You're kind of yep. you're screwed. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, Tung Hori is a good one, definitely. What, anything you site? Um, anything on my site? I don't know. I was looking at the archives. I've been a little slow recently. I did have a couple of uh, things recently. There was a <laughs> Emperor Palpatine, I think. I can't remember. I think it's just uh, Palpatine uh, on Flickr. Not Flickr, I'm sorry. <laughs> on Twitter. He... Uh, posted a really funny thing a couple days ago and it was a google map where he had searched for alderaan and it said uh, no results were found yeah <laughs> um, that was and his, his quote on that was too soon um but uh yeah i don't know i've been i mean as i said i moved recently and uh things are a little kind of crazy all my toys are in storage even but uh i don't know i had an animated gif day yesterday where i just posted a lot of uh, funny animated gifs i had seen uh that seemed to go over well I really like that uh, post you had uh, posted uh, over on flyguy.net, the uh, Luke and Leia swinging off the sail barge. Swingers. Yeah, yeah, that was a great, great poster. Um, I posted beautiful artwork. Yeah, I posted a couple of Leia's today, um, sort of a flashback to my Slave Leia Saturdays uh, that I had <laughs> right. uh, last fall or God, it was actually probably maybe a year ago uh, or over. Um, There's never enough of them. No, no, you can't have enough Slave Leia Saturdays. Um, absolutely, absolutely. One thing I did post, and I got it in the mail today, and it's a uh, it's an X-wing fighter T-shirt, um, and but it's a skull. It's like a like a dog skull or something, almost like yeah, a cockpit. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, yeah, it's the skull wing T-shirt from Six Dollar Shirts. Uh, I think it's Six Dollar Shirts dot com. Um, but yeah, I mean, with shipping, it was like fifteen dollars. I got that in the mail today, and it's a great shirt. Um, I'm really stoked <laughs> with that. Um, I will probably wear it tomorrow. Um, I love how it's a six dollar shirt, but with shipping, fifteen dollars. Yeah, yeah. I mean, with you know, with shipping, it's like nine bucks or something. Um, and I think the shirt is you know six ninety nine or something. Uh, That's so cheap. Wow. Yeah. Never mind. <laughs> no, it really is. I mean, my I posted another shirt today, which was a Back to the Future design uh, by another friend uh, mm. uh, from Twitter. And I'll post a link to that in the show notes, of course. Uh, but that's, that's from Redbubble, and those shirts tend to be a little more expensive. I think it was like 25 bucks. Yeah. And my brother, or not my brother, but my nephew really wanted that shirt because he likes Back to the Future and he likes Star Wars. Um, so we'll see. I, you know, we'll make that. Great combo. Yeah, oh, great combo. Um, and uh, so we'll see. 
like he might get that shirt but you know i love all these ten dollar and six dollar shirts that keep popping up online i mean i had as of a year ago i had one star wars shirt and i now have i think 12 star wars shirts. <laughs> when i moved i ended up giving a whole bunch of shirts away and i love t-shirts but and they never end no and they never end i mean and there were some t-shirts that i've held on to for close to 10 years or things and you know i move in i'm trying to lighten my load a bit and i've got over a dozen star wars shirts now that i can you know i can wear a star wars shirt a week and never have to do laundry and uh <laughs> so yeah there's yeah <laughs> anyway i'm rambling on about t-shirts we should be talking no hey look it's, <laughs> it's one of the, the things that i think every star wars fan has at least uh, one or two of in the closet i think is uh, star wars t-shirts it becomes a bit of an addiction actually so uh... it does and i don't know why i resisted for so long um i mean like i said you know i've only in i have had the blog for longer than a year and i only had one shirt as of a year ago um but uh yeah i'll be at some point here in the near future i have a feeling i'll be turning away star wars shirts um <laughs> We'll see. We'll see. Um, um, one other news item thing, sort sure. of, at least news for our site. Um, we have uh, our latest contest winner was uh, our friend Eric, uh, who has been very oh, supportive excellent. in the past. Um, uh, yeah, it was nice to see that he had won. Congratulations, Eric. Um, and that was the last one of our – we sent out four of them. Um, I don't know. We might – I think I have three or four proofs to purchase. If I happen to come up with another one or two before April 30th when we have to do this, I might do one more week. Um, but, yeah, congratulations to all of our winners, and thank you to everybody else who played along. And, yeah, for you international people, we're still working on something for the new future. Definitely, definitely. I'll have to get my butt in gear for that one, but we will definitely have something for international peeps as well. So, cool. The... Um, our uh, illustrious, wonderful sponsors that they are, BigBadToyStore.com. Um, look, one of the things that they send in is a, a newsletter with some cool toys and bits and pieces out there. Uh, there are some figures which can come to, but just looking through the newsletter they've got this week, um, not one for me to add, but kind of unusual and I guess different, pretty novelty is I thought these Star Wars, <laughs> Star Wars lightsaber chops, chopsticks. Well, when it came up and it said Series Three, I thought. What? There's more than one series of chopsticks? Have you, have you not seen these before? These have been around for I'd say about I, a year now, maybe. I think they came out in Toy Fair last year. Um, yeah, I thought so, but um, these are the same series people, three? Yeah, these are the wow. same people that are doing those uh, the ice cube chocolate Fair. trays that are coming out, the R2-D2 Han Solo trays that are coming out. It's the same company. Um, they're really digging on this That's... food stuff, um, and they're doing a good job of it, too. I mean, these chopsticks are pretty cool. I just love the way how Star Wars licensees manage to, uh, uh, you know, not only is it just maybe like a blue and a green and a red, it's uh, you're getting Darth Mauls and you're getting absolute replicas of Luke's and you're getting Mace Windu and, you know, you're getting the full range of them. So, um, Like you said, it's Series 3. Um, series 3. Yeah. I haven't seen, well, they don't, oh, the picture here doesn't have the Count Dooku ones. I was looking to see if they had like the actual little curved hilt on them. That would be kind of cool. That's a good point. Never thought about that. Yeah, it doesn't show them. It doesn't show them. Okay, you guys keep talking about the next one. I'll click the link and yeah. find out about this thing. Oh, they do. <laughs> they do. They're really cool. <laughs> yes. Yeah, no, they oh, do. Good. They're curved. Yeah. Eight ninety nine oh, well, pre order. Yeah, that those are so cool. They do. Yeah. Oh, well, okay. I might get those. Kind of they're kind of yeah, because they're kind of funky. Uh, <laughs> it's kind of funny. That, it's kind of funny that you brought those up because I've actually got a pair coming in the post. <laughs> <laughs> Which ones did you get? Um, 
I don't know. Um, a friend's from the US is sending me a, a big parcel of stuff, and there's a couple of lightsaber chopsticks in there, so it's going to be kind of a surprise when I open the box up to find out which ones are going to be in there. So oh, I'll let yeah. you know. Wow. <laughs> it's cheese chopsticks for you. Here's, here's, yep. a, here's a video suggestion. Go to a sushi restaurant one night, bring your own chopsticks, and just take a little short video. <laughs> Well, I think I'll be getting the uh, the Count Dooku ones as well. They look particularly cool. I didn't realize, so I should have posted a picture of them instead. But uh, yeah. but they've got a pile of stuff as usual, tons of stuff. That, this stuff they, they store, and this is the real addiction, is that they, they stock everything from all sorts of Marvel Universe and aliens. And But um, one other thing that caught my eye from the Star Wars side was uh, Mimo Bots. Steve, you, you collected some of these, or uh, uh, yeah, a few. I, I was sent one, um, and that's the only one that I've got. And yeah, they're they're really cool. I really I really quite like them. I mean, even if you don't use them for file storage, and I think this is something that I picked up on uh, in the review that I did. Um, even if you don't use them for file storage, they just make really cool little collectibles because they just look really yeah. cool. You know, they're just mm. really weird, really quirky. Mm. They've, they've got a ton of them on on the site. I picked up uh, Fett a while ago and uh, and Rex, but uh, have you ever got any of these? Quite is this something that you would collect or? Um, it's something that if I saw as an impulse buy, I'd probably pick up. Um, yeah. it's not something I'm going to go out of my way to pick up. Um, I mean, I have a couple of good USB storage devices uh, already. I mean, just a little thumbnail drives. Um, but if one of these showed up in the mail for me or something, there's no way I'd turn it down. Um, and like Steve, intent audience. Yeah, <laughs> intent. Uh, yeah, exactly. Uh, and like Steve said, I mean, even if you don't use them as a storage device, you put them up on your shelf or something, you get them sitting on your desk at work. And I mean, they're an instant conversation piece, I'm sure. And like the little Rex one, I mean, pull it off and it's got a little face underneath there. I mean, they're, they're, they're yeah. really cool. And they I did this. Go for it. Oh, I was going to say at uh, at Toy Fair, they had an interview with uh, Star Wars Action News and uh, Arnie had been hinting at, you know, possibly doing like a Han and Carbonite, like larger storage hard drive or something, or maybe a Jumpa mm-hmm. or Millennium Falcon. Um, and the guy, it was funny the way the guy hit kind of leaned around the question. He didn't really want to answer it, but kind of hinted at like, keep an eye out what's coming out in the future. Um, so they might be doing larger devices in the future, which is kind of cool. Um, where you might get like, wow. I mean, what, how cool would it be to have like an external hard drive that looks like Han and Carbonite sitting on your desk? Oh, <laughs> man. Little lights on the That's side. That's going to be things. available. <laughs> I'm, I'm having a quick Google as we talk. To see, it's got to exist. It's got to exist. Even if it's a custom, someone's going to have done it. Oh, I'm but, sure, uh, yeah, there's got to be a custom out there. Uh, I mean, where there's, you know, there's Han and Carbonite soaps and things like that. Uh, Someone, someone did a desk, I think. Someone made a desk yes, out of right. carbonite. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've seen that before. That, that oh, that would be so cool. <laughs> be hard to write on. Well, kind of bumpy. <laughs> Some, someone has taken one of the, uh, and I have one, and it's just the coolest, the Galactic Heroes hand in carbonite. Mm-hmm. Cut part of the back out of it and stuck in a USB drive. So, uh, so there we go. We'll put it. We'll put a link in the show notes, and I'll send that round. But it's a yep. You can get a USB hand solo, not from Memobot yet. Yeah. But uh, I think yeah, I think they're going to make one. I think somebody did that with a Lego one too, Han and Carbonite Lego, if I'm not mistaken. Um, but wow. yeah, I don't know. We'll do a little more googling. If we find it, we'll put it in the show notes as well. Um, but what else is Big Bad it, it, Toy Story got here? Uh, with that, uh... oh, the list goes on. I keep looking at the, the Iron Man stuff and thinking, no, 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 don't look at that. But um, the, the only other Star Wars one I saw was the, the vintage series figures and the New Clone Wars. And um, mm-hmm. we talked about these last week, but uh, I don't know, Stevie, what's your opinions on some of the the the, uh, 
the vintage and these Clone Wars figures that um, uh, are you desperate for any or the, you know, what ones are you the, the only one that I'm really not fussed about from from either series um, is the Dagobah landing Luke um, I yep. saw I saw your review on it and mm-hmm. it, it looks it looks cool but it's just not a figure that's really at the top of my wants list I'm really yeah. wanting to get the new clones you know the ATRT driver and the, the phase one yeah. type of the clones trooper they're, the they're definitely up there at the top so good yeah, mm. it, it actually so looks it w- like a like a scaled down sideshow figure, you know, because the detail yeah, on it is just so, uh, and the proportions are everything. They've, they've really got it bang on with this one, I think. Mm-hmm. Mm. I definitely think the ATRT and the, the clones are definitely going to sell a lot. And uh, I think yeah. last week I raved about that vintage stormtrooper, just so good, such yeah. a good figure. They really are. How they can improve and you know how they're going to be able to go back and do better versions of these in the future. I have no idea. Um, but uh, On a side note, I kind of hope they don't because then I have to buy them again. <laughs> I know. <laughs> You're hoping this is it? What is that? Well, it? I mean, like, like, no more. I mean, well, I mean, this line is so good. I mean, like, you know, I mean, make these definitive models and then I, I mean, they'll, they'll have to keep making them, I'm sure. But it, I know. Yeah. And they'll only get better. They will. I mean, they'll hire that guy we saw a few weeks ago in the Rebel Scum forums with the Han yeah, and head sculpts and things. Yeah. And then we'll rule over him again, and we'll be talking about this in our podcast when we're in our forties and like, <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and fifties. Um, I hope so. But uh, the the Clone Wars stuff, I, Steve, do you, we we talked about this last week. The uh, Aqua Droid that's amongst there, we, we neither of us could really remember where this uh, figure was. It was from, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, the. the yeah, one of the definitely one of the first episodes of season three. Um, yeah, cause it, it was, it was, yeah, they came out of the water in Camino, I think they, they were yeah, seen it. in that episode. Yeah. God, that was it must have been one of those blink and, and miss it kind of things, but uh. Like I, I love that it's... you're the one who's all into the Clone Wars of the two of us, and I remember that better than you do. I know, I know. <laughs> but uh, it's it, it, funny. I was just saying to a friend today, we were talking about a figure I got this week, or he picked up for me actually. Um. Uh, Ifant Mon and uh, Amanaman, and uh, two of the weirdest, ugliest, big-ass figures you've ever seen uh, from Hasbro, and you know you barely even see them on screen for a millisecond, and uh, you know Hasbro made toys of them. Um, same for the clone turbo tank we were talking about today. I mean, you really see the clone turbo tank in Revenge of the uh, sorry, uh, Revenge of the Sith. For you know a second or two on Kashyyyk. I didn't even notice that in the Lego movie t- until after it yeah. came out. After the toy came out, I was like, "Wait, where's that in the movie?" And somebody said, exactly. and then I had to go and look. Like, oh yeah, there it is. Never saw it before, but that's phenomenal how they managed to do that. But uh, and that's where the Aquadroid must have been. I must have blinked at that moment, and the Aquadroid. No, 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 <laughs> the no, the Aquadroid isn't in the. He's not in Revenge of the Sith. He's in that. No. The first, there, it was actually technically as the second episode of the season with the Arc Troopers. You know, they had the prequel before they're all training and then they go to arc become arc troopers and fives as an arc trooper and camino gets attacked uh, like steve was saying a second ago and these dudes come up yeah. out of the water um uh actually though there was another funny droid just a few seasons or not seasons ago episodes ago where they were like vacuum cleaners and then they transformed into droids <laughs> <laughs> we never talked about those guys are they gonna make toys oh, for those guys we never Oh man, the vacuum droid. Are we, oh, that. And will they transform? Oh. Do you know that they, they could just never end with the toys for these movies? They really could go on forever. Yeah. But, uh... Yeah, yeah, sure, sure. 
Um, okay, I think, we, me, I think we've done it. Exactly. When we get down to actually buying Star Wars vacuums, uh, you know, we've really, you know, we've had the underwear and stuff, so let's just, yeah, let's not go anymore. <laughs> Look, one of the things we wanted to do, and we briefly talked about this to you guys, and no real idea how it's going to work out, but we, I thought it was a, an interesting thing on two topics. And one is the Star Wars Blu-rays, as we know, were coming out on September the 14th, I think, later on this year. Mm -hmm. um, everybody's kind of, uh, including me, all excited about what's going to be included, what's not going to be included. What is George going to tinker with this time? You know, can Greedo <laughs> finally uh, get shot by hand first or, you know, whatever. So courtesy of one of the guys who's out there on the web called Drew Stewart, who's actually went through and meticulously pasted in an image from uh, all three versions, the original 1977, then with the first uh, uh, VHS, I think, releases, and then with the latest DVD releases, uh, or close to those. You can get the details. 1993 to 1997 and 2004 versions of Star Wars. He literally compares... Uh, three or two scenes uh, in each case where it's not changed much. Mm -hmm. And what we wanted to do was go through and talk about it. Um, take us through basically a new hope in this episode. If it's good, we can do some more. But also just in any of the scenes that we're looking at, guys. So if you're looking at the first one, and we'll share this link with uh, you guys that are listening. Um, so literally, as we go through, we'll just say next, and we'll talk about the next screen. And uh, yeah, we'll just talk about whatever toys or memories you have or figures you want to see and uh, anything about the movie that, that comes to mind. Mm -hmm. Is that? Yeah. Yeah. Sounds good. Okay. So we're, so we're looking at the Star Wars Special Edition Changes HD, and the very first image is the uh, 20th Century Fox logo. And I don't know about you guys, but the first thing that strikes me is how wonky the old version was. <laughs> if you can see it, it's really... It reminds me yeah. of a Looney Tunes cartoon or something. And I know Looney Tunes is Warner Brothers, but um, that's what it makes me think of. Yeah. Every every time I also see the, the Simpsons movie with uh, Ralph Wiggum, if you remember at all, he stands at the top of the 20th century uh, logo. Very good. Um, we were watching a movie tonight, my nephews and I, and that 20th century logo Fox came on at the beginning, and my nephew, the six-year-old, who's way into Star Wars, Blake, he uh, he says to me, he's like, I always thought that had to do with Star Wars, and I always thought those were lightsabers that were waving around. <laughs> so, I thought that was pretty cute. <laughs> There we go. Well, the next one is just uh, uh, it's just showing the, the changes with the Lucasfilm logo, which again I, I don't think I would have noticed until I always thought the Lucasfilm logo with the, the kind of reflective shine on it was always the one. But but there we go. Um, they didn't have computers nope. to do that back in '77. I uh, know, I know. But uh, the next one's not much of a change. It's just just uh, color changes on that slide. Um, a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away, indeed. Um, this is one. I feels like a long. Time. I, I wouldn't have noticed yeah. the color change. I always thought it was that light blue color. Um, I didn't realize how dark yeah, blue it was originally. The uh, the next one is a Star Wars logo, and as it says there, uh, the Star Wars logo receded much faster than the special edition, although nobody knows why. <laughs> um, I got a theory. And then, of course, what, go for it. Um, I, because they originally it was Star Wars, and then it became Star Wars A New Hope. I think they're trying to maybe downplay the Star Wars yeah. a bit at the beginning. Hey, that's my little. Well, funnily, that's my film class talk there. I don't know. <laughs> well, you know, if you look at the next slide, your film class stuff were on uh, photo five of two hundred and ninety-one. <laughs> um, yeah, you're right. Absolutely. If you look at the bottom, the episode four was was added into the uh, 
into the version. So, um, yeah, I think you're right, Whit, I have to say. I, although I, I, I am impressed that, I guess it was 1981, it says here, where the middle image, where they added the episode for A New Hope. Um, I had always thought that they added that with the special editions when they knew the prequels were coming out, but it's kind of cool that they had done that in 81. Um, I actually want to go back and look at the version I have, which is supposed to be like an original version on disc that I have. Uh, mm. See which one it is, if it's the theatrical original in 77 or the uh, 81. Uh, mm. It was a theatrical re-release in 81, I guess. Oh, huh, that's cool. I guess they re-released or they came out with Empire and then they re-released Star Wars, I guess. Yeah, I, th- I, look, I mean, I think you're right. There's been so many changes and these are the ones we know about. So, um... yeah. Yeah, even the detail that's going in, and I love this guy, Drew, the work that he's going to on the next slide, slide six, you've got, um, he's, he's even talking about the the, uh, the spacing of the words, yeah. <laughs> capitalized the word rebel, wow, I mean, the details and things that George has been changing is, um, that's a lot, I have to say, but. Uh, I'm going to have to yeah. show this slide to my, my graphic design buddy, uh, him and I like to keep it, geek out on typography, and this is finally something I can, I can bring Star Wars and design together in a conversation, and he'll enjoy the <laughs> same with the, the next one is very geeky slate seven and it's yeah an eight as well they're, they're all very um you know it's typography and tiny little touches and changes which mm-hmm. again you wouldn't have thought he would have touched but, but he did um so the, the next kind of real shot of the movie is slide nine and um we're looking at the uh the planets and I, I, what do you guys remember? What, what, is this your, you know, do you do you remember this first time you saw this or? Uh, yeah, I'm looking at the changes. I'm kind of a little shocked at how much they toned it back on the last one. Yeah. I almost would have thought he would have added more on the on the latest edition. Definitely, yeah. Is it, so there's less stars, it seems, and uh, the matte painting of the moon stretched, stretched slightly vertically. It's yeah, the the detail is just unbelievable, but. Uh, um, just that scene, I think the next one on Slate Ten, just with it, the ship uh, comes over. I, I still remember that as a kid, and uh, mm-hmm. I had no idea what was going on. This big ass thing comes flying over, and the the, the theater's rumbling, and <laughs> yeah, I just yeah, pff, wow. So, uh, funnily enough, any of you guys ever bought any of the the Death Star? No, the Death Star, the Star Destroyer toys. You ever kind of um, bought any of this as a ship? Because it has been available a couple of times. Not in the three and three quarter scale. No. no. Yeah. I mean, I've seen those play sets and I'd always love to get one of those play sets. I mean, I have I have one of the little mini ones that has a suction cup that sticks on your car window or something. <laughs> I don't have a car, so it's just in a box right now. So <laughs> I was at a, a Lego convention today talking to a couple of guys who know guys in the UK uh, who built a 12-foot version of this Star Destroyer in Lego. <laughs> Wow. It's just phenomenal. The, the the biggest problem they see is keeping this thing up because the supports they need for it have to be so strong. <laughs> uh, it's just so many kilos this thing uh, to weigh. But uh, I'll try and get a photograph for the for the show notes. But stunning looking thing. Um, okay, moving on to the next one, which is uh, slide eleven. I mean, just tell me, guys, if you want to skip through these, but there's plenty to go around to you. But um, yeah, again, I'm kind yeah. of surprised they took out some of the stars in the background uh, in the later yeah. editions. Um, I always thought Maybe. Lucas liked to add it more, like to add more stuff in the future. And honestly, I almost like the effect better in the original. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Maybe it's to make Tatooine more remote or something. I don't know. But uh, yeah, I guess it's supposed to be at the end. But that's that's a good point. That's a really good point. Um, slide twelve is a bit of a blur. Um, <laughs> Literally. <laughs> <laughs> 
Not much we can say. They can see why they changed that one, I think, maybe. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, 13 was the... Um, yeah, I definitely noticed that. The, the, the mat changes and the docking of the ship. and um, mm -hmm. Phenomenally cool shot. And you can see the difference in the detail just as the, the Tantive 4 goes underneath. Um, very cool. What have we got? And the escape pod. Uh, the escape pod, yeah, 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 definitely. That's one that's came out a couple of times in toy lanes, and I kind of swithered whether to get one. They didn't look too good. It was a pair of the Force uh, escape pod, um, but it was the usual He-Man-style chest troopio, and I, I decided to pass. So um, I wouldn't mind you... picking it up just for the escape pod. I mean, when I did... Yeah. For Star Wars Uncut, I did one of the shots where 3PO and R2-D2 are walking away and they're arguing um, from the escape pod. And for and it's just kind of sticking out of the sand in the background. And what I use is I have the Lego version of it. And so because it was in the background, it's kind of blurry and not in focus. I just stuck my Lego version <laughs> in, in the sand in the background of that shot. Uh, Way to go. Yeah. Which you can see in the next one in 15. It's the same. It's uh, yeah, just little wipes and touches. but. Mm -hmm. Yeah, very iconic stuff. And look at the difference on slide 16, the difference in the uh, the, the desert shot there in 3PO is phenomenal. 3PO is phenomenal. Uh, the clouds are amazing. I mean, just the cloud, the sky feels so much more dramatic on that second shot. I mean, I can yeah, see why you changed this. I mean, the first one is just little puffy clouds, kind of. Um, Even the part that it's just that, that uh, Drew's put down, the sand dunes seem to be digitally redone as well. Mm -hmm. So... Uh, <laughs> Boy, oh boy, the work these guys did. Um, I, I didn't notice the clouds until you mentioned that. What a difference that makes. Yeah, they just feel like storm clouds, just real. Like, I mean, the, the, the climate just feels much more harsh, harsh and uh, mm. drastic, in my opinion, on that second shot. Not a great deal on 17, just a bit of a color change with the looks of it. Um, good old R2. And more wipes. And you get a brief glimpse of that Kriat dragon, which... Um, mm -hmm. That always stuck me as a kid thinking, what is that thing? And you just, there was no internet, there was no press, you, nobody knew for years and years. And then finally somebody said, oh, it's a great dragon. And There was no robot chicken to explain how he ended up on that hillside. <laughs> <laughs> Such a good show. <laughs> My nephews are so into that. They keep wanting to watch the Family oh. Guy one, but they swear too much on the Family Guy one. But I'll watch Robot Chicken yeah. with my nephews any day of the week. Absolutely. Maybe not the regular episodes, but the Star Wars ones for sure. Yeah, definitely, for sure. Uh, not much in 18, just another bit of a wipe with that Create Dragon. Wow. On oh, 19's quite a bit of a difference with that shot of R2 in the canyon. You can see the... Uh, yeah. It lowered the horizon line. Um, Again, with wow. the clouds. Definitely. Always with the drama and the drama. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Twilight makes its uh, appearance into the uh, the next shot in slide 20, the special edition... At least change the sky of the shot to better represent Twilight. Very cool. Is that the again? Is the sandcrawler shot we're talking about? Slide twenty. Yeah, yep. Okay. Slide twenty, yep. Yeah, that sandcrawler looks cool yeah. in the night twilight sky. <clears throat> little dark yeah, on the next one. <laughs> it is little, yeah. Uh, artificially darkened the daytime sky. Yep. Okay, and they change the sky to starry night. Well, wow, okay. Oh, one of my favorites coming up here. Something we can talk. Finally, talk about toys here uh, on twenty-two. <laughs> Uh, Jubax. Mm -hmm. Steve, you got a Jubax? Yeah, I've got the original Power of the Force one, and I've also got the Legacy one that's on its way in the post. So it'd be nice to be able to compare the two. But I've seen, I think, if I'm being honest, the, the original 
Power of the Force one looks a lot more screen accurate to the newer one. It does. It does, yeah. I think so, too. I mean, I have two of those Power of the Force ones, and I'm hesitant to pay 40 bucks to upgrade to the new one. But personally, I like the Power of the Force ones. I'm actually looking for one of them now. <laughs> <laughs> I quite like the two. They're just great-looking creatures, and I think you can have two just for variants. But, uh, yeah. Um, the- what, did, what did you... Go for it. Well, I was going to say that that new one that they have just reminds me too much of the, uh, the animals that they had at the end of episode one. The Gungans had to kind of run their force mm. power field. That's a good point. Those big lizards—they reminded me of that just smaller versions of those kind of. Um, yeah. And yeah, that, like I said, with the power of the force two ones, the uh, the new sand troopers with the the ball jointed hips—they uh, mm. fit really nicely on those uh, uh, mm. old sand or dubex. Yeah. I was just going to say another little toy reference was uh, Tong Hori is selling these uh, Sand Trooper Legacy guys, uh, which I know you can pick up the vintage line for literally six dollars, so you can buy tons of them. I think he's selling them in lots of five. So uh, mm. yeah, a bit of a bargain. I'm just but, picking uh, up. Yeah, I'm, oh, sorry. I'm just picking up on that <laughs> shot that you're showing with the Dewback, and if I'm not mistaken, that Sand Trooper that's holding up the macro binoculars, he's got a mm. Return of the Jedi style Stormtrooper helmet on. <laughs> is it? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Fanboy detail. Tell us how. Yeah, I, yeah. I please don't know tell the me. Difference. Tell me how you saw the, that. If you, I'm just looking at the 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 mouthpiece. The mouth looks a lot <laughs> thicker and it's more. It's you know it's made up more much more of a just a, a straight black line as opposed to the the really thin ones that we saw on the on the stormtroopers in a new hope. Mm-hmm. If you if you watched if you watched say the Battle of Endor and then just and then have a look at the stormtroopers that are in Episode Four, you'll see the differences. It's kind of hard to to tell you without showing you a picture, but yeah, no, I, I I know what you're talking about. I've seen comparisons between the three. Um, I'm impressed to yeah. you picked up on that. I uh, know. <laughs> actually, that, that kind of reminds me of a news item that I totally forgot about that's been floating around recently. And Steve, you're in the UK, so you might know a little bit about this. What's with this costume production company or something that's being sued by Lucas for? I don't know. I was I was watching the news the other day, and there was like the the quick news flash, and they said, um, you know, they was just going over a summary of the of the day's news, and something was said about um, find out why stormtroopers are in court, and it was like a stormtrooper helmet in a glass case um, in this in this courtroom. But I I actually missed the news report on it, so I'm not entirely sure what it was all about. Okay, yeah, I mean, that's, give you... that's basically all I've kind of seen on the internet is just brief little snippets. Um, and the gist of what I've seen and heard so far, um, and I'm too lazy to actually Google it myself and just find it out, um, but I'll just hypothesize for a second, is that uh, it It sounds like there were, English law is different than what Lucas is used to here in the U.S., and mm-hmm. he's used to being able to shut down anybody who is infringing on his trademark basically and according to what i heard about english law is that they're saying that costume can't be trademarked uh in that same way uh and Mm. so it almost sounds like this whoever's producing these uh and lucas is getting upset about might be able to get away with it but i don't know for sure yeah. yeah, I can I can give a little bit of a, a bit on that because I actually had to buy some parts for my Stormtrooper outfit from them, mm-hmm. um, and it's uh, Andrew Ainsworth is the guy who originally and I only know this because I read the making of Star Wars book and that there, there's detail in there about the costumes and who made them and and so he was one of the people involved in making the original Stormtrooper um, uh, costumes and there was lots of people involved but he was one of them I think who kept some of the molds somehow. 
and uh, made his own. And, and ever since then, had really been making these replica outfits and smaller. But over the years, as things built up, and um, they supply all sorts of parts from knee joints and you know comms units and blasters and and I could not get a, a part, a couple of parts on eBay, and so managed to try and get them from from the UK, from this guy and. Um, Look, they were really professional, but I think you're right. They, they, they took them, George Lucas took them to a court of law and tried to, to get them to uh, stop doing what they were doing. But the British court basically said, look, you know, no jurisdiction. And, and we view that as a work of art. Mm-hmm. It's not a, mm-hmm. which which I disagree with. I think it is a complete clone or copyright. Um, but yeah, I think Lucas has taken it further and they're off to another court, I think. So that's, that's the news item. Uh-huh. So. It's so strange. I mean, what, 34 years after the movie first came out Absolutely. and uh, this is still going on. And uh, and it's funny because, I mean, Star Wars is based. I mean, it's it's pop culture at its finest these days. And uh, yeah. I mean, you see Stormtrooper helmets and artwork all the time. Uh, these sure. days. So I just, these, these lines are so blurred. I mean, I'm yeah. so glad I'm not just because inside this... of it. <laughs> It's probably just because this Andrew Ainsworth guy's probably making quite a considerable profit off it. So I suppose oh, that Lucas has just taken a little bit of umbrage to it and, yeah, kind of wants to. Well, I thought that, and we're digressing here, but this is great fun anyway. And <laughs> <laughs> um, one of the things about it is, uh, you know, I, I wanted a Stormtrooper outfit, and where can you get one? Exactly. So you have to hunt around DB or you have to build them yourself at a vacuum forming and. That's just not practical for most people that work and have a lot. You know, it's it's kind of resources. exactly. And um, I don't want it to look, you know, crap. You want it to look as good as you can. So um, that there are official versions available, like for Halloween and stuff. But you know, it's what you know. I've spoken. They're a little bit rubbish in some cases. So um, you know, so you know, by denying uh, your audience to to get the thing they need, guess what happens? Um, you know, it's kind of like. Pops up. Absolutely, man. It's kind of like the Clone Wars. I mean, here we are representing, you know, we're representing the globe here, you know, LA, Melbourne, and, and you know, UK. Hey, and... hey, no, 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 no. I'm in Northern California. I'm in Southern Northern California. California. Sorry. Okay. Okay. My apologies. <laughs> <laughs> you get the idea that we're across the globe and, um, you know, here we are all talking about Star Wars and the Clone Wars and, and yet literally Steve has to wait maybe two or three weeks before the show gets shown on British TV and, um, we're only finally going to get this season late on uh, oh, no. this year. So. We're, we're actually getting the season three finale before the States for a change. Where we- <laughs> for a change, yeah, that's right. <laughs> I, think, but, I, think, yeah, I think we're so, a week, about a week so, yeah. ahead. So. Nice. But, uh, I guess it's a logistical problem for them, but yeah, they really need to work on... Uh, this is a global market, I think. and uh, You know, we, we all want this stuff, so... Um, you know, if your customers are get money to burn and, and they want to buy stuff, you should you should make it available. I think, as far as I'm concerned. But yeah, either make it yourself you... or loosen up the license. Yep, I agree. We got a lot of mileage at one slide there, didn't we? Wow. Okay, <laughs> so uh, I think we all love Sandtroopers. <laughs> yeah, and we get a great shot of them here in the next one. I mean, and we get Absolutely. a better shot of that do back. And again, I say Power of the Force Two one totally looks like that. I mean, they nailed it on its sculpt. They did. They did. And that shuttle in the back, I did not know where that was for long enough. I thought that was one of the little um, droids that flies around, and we'll see it later on one of the scenes uh, around the, sh- the Stormtrooper's shoulder. It was only years later that Lego came out, and um, you know, I thought, wow, this this thing is a, an entire ship. But uh, yeah. great-looking piece. I don't think they ever made a, a full-size ship of it, as far as I can recall. No, but, I think no. I think the closest thing that came to that was, I don't know if you guys will remember, the, the Micro Machines Action Fleet. 
mm. range. Ah, okay. they, were, they were a little bit bigger than the titaniums, um, and and they actually made one of those. And I, I've I've got one in storage somewhere, and it's I think it's now considered one of the rarest action fleet vehicles. Mm. Wow. And those the vehicles you're talking about, that scale right there, those ones work yeah. great for stop motion projects that I like to use. I mean, if you're take, I mean, you shoot that on a green screen and you put these stormtroopers on a green screen, you can very easily have that micro machine thing fly in the background, or you don't even need the all green right. screen. I mean, you can put them all in the same shot, and uh, <laughs> I mean, it works really well. It's pretty cool. Um, yeah. Uh, I'll- I love how the comparison of the, you know, what came before was was nothing. There was nothing in this scene, obviously. I was going to say there's a star field. Absolutely, and we we get it. We get a really really cool scene here with these stormtroopers, and uh, I hope they do. I, I don't know. People are really split between adding things in and not, but I think this was a definite plus, uh, and certainly got us talking about it. So, um, oh, and it's uh, cool. And if you look at it too, I mean, these are real dudes in suits. These aren't CG. I yeah. mean, the guy riding on the dewback is obviously a CG guy. I actually kind of hate that scene because he moves really funny. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, that's the only thing I hate about it. But, I mean, even on the next shot, on 24, we get another shot of these sand troopers and Starfield from yeah. the original one. And, uh, but yeah, these are these are real dudes in suits, and they're probably... These might have been original footage. Who knows? You get a better look original. at that helmet in that shot as well. If, uh, if you take a look at the yeah. stormtrooper that's walking towards the screen, you can actually see the the differences between the helmets. Yeah, it's real. Wow. It feels longer, almost like a little droopier. Yeah, yeah. The, the 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 thing I noticed from it is the fact that the the eye slots are a lot closer to the brow rim, and the the mouth is a lot thicker mm-hmm. than the ones that you'll see on the on the stormtroopers in in later slides. Well, okay. Well, that was a groovy slide as well, number twenty three. So we're moving on to. 24, which I think you just maybe talked about as well there, Steve. Yeah, that's yeah. yeah, you're right. That helmet is definitely different, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. And backpacks. I love the Sand Trooper backpacks. They're just the coolest. Mm-hmm. Who knows what the hell's in that backpack, but... Uh, Everything you so need. We can jump. Everything you need for being <laughs> in the sand, I guess. Um, so we go into 25, which again is just that distance, which is the original shot, but with that more... Well, with one more dewback, that's right. Um... And we move on to 26, which is a bit of a blur, but uh, interestingly enough, yeah, that that's a digitally, um, I thought it was a digitally done uh, sand crawl, mm-hmm. but um, after I seen, I saw a clip somewhere recently, and it um, it was a, a model. Oh, okay, like they had originally uh, used. Yeah, I say I've seen footage of that remote control thing that they had in the desert. I think it was cool. I want one. Yeah, absolutely. It's almost a scale too. I mean, if you stuck a couple three and three quarter inch figures next to that model they had to shoot that, with, it might be the scale. <laughs> this could be what Hasbro bring out this year. Maybe. I don't know. What do you think, Steve? Would you like to see a sand crawler as a toy from Hasbro? Um, or... I mean, personally, I wouldn't pick it up just because of the space. I haven't got any room for it. But I, I think I'd, it'd be interesting to see. I mean, it'd look a lot better than that attack show that they're bringing out this year. I think that looks terrible. I'm being honest. Yeah. So yeah, I'd, I'd have much rather seen a sand crawler than than the attack shuttle this year. I have every kind of. I mean, they brought out uh, they brought out two ships last year, didn't they? There was the Atta, and there was um, was there not one other ship? The slave I, one on drugs. The slave one. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, means that was Clone Wars, but there's every reason why they could bring out uh, you know another big vehicle and announce that at Comic Con, but uh, oh well, speculation. Um, so on to 27, uh, oh, it's well, kind of the same shot, really. Um, the original shot, the Soundcrawler model was replaced with a new shot of the same model. That's what it was moving across a miniature landscape. Mm-hmm. Uh, what a difference that makes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that close-up shot of it. Yeah, that one looks yeah, like it's like trolling then... around on the beach. 
That's <laughs> true. And 20 is the Uchini. The uh, Jawas are out there and they're selling the stuff. And um... I like that. It's it, it seems like it's just a wider angle lens or something almost. It's, mm. You see more of the landscape and everything. It's, I, I like it. Yeah. Digital map painting added more evaporators and more sand crawler than was practically built on location. Yeah, that's a good point, actually. You can just see that. You're like, hmm, what does this shot need? More evaporators. <laughs> <laughs> And cowbells. <laughs> All right. And the next one we get is on 29, which is 3 people going for his oil bath. Um, what happened there? <laughs> I, know, just, I know, I don't know. It's a lot darker. It's the same shot. I mean, if you look, it's the same lights that are there, and it's you can see 3 yeah. people's cheek kind of highlighted, but yeah, they really darkened it. That's really that bad. was the one. That was almost the shot, if you remember the uh, um, the one. I don't know if you managed to see Anthony Daniels when he got interviewed by the. Oh, I can't remember the guy's name, the British comedian, and um, let's bring Star Wars back. It was, and he spoke uh, to Anthony Daniels. The, yeah. Yeah, do you remember? Did you catch yeah, that? Yeah, it was Justin Lee Collins, I think. So it was. Did you yeah. get to see that? When? No, I don't know what you're talking about. Bring back Star Wars. Maybe <laughs> we'll have to get you to download that and find it. But um, uh, this British comedian runs around and manages this completely by turning up at the door getting interviews with Carrie Fisher, Kenny Baker, David Prowse. I've um, seen the one with Carrie Fisher. I know what you're talking about then. Uh, well, there you go. But uh, he interviews Anthony Daniels and he shows him that famous Topps trading card or, or the original <laughs> card. <laughs> the boner? Uh, sorry, kids. Maybe want to bleep that out. But... <laughs> and, uh, it's... I know exactly what you're talking about, yeah. Yeah, and Anthony Daniels, is, he's, he's just so disturbed by it. Poor man. It's a... <laughs> he is. <laughs> So and, uh, yeah. I, I think if somebody came up to me and said, "Steve, we found a car from you," you know, you know, many years ago with this giant boner, effectively, I'd be like, "Awesome!" You know, dish out more. You, know? you want me to sign it or something? Okay, no, no, no. So wait, go to slide thirty real quick. Look at see okay. Look at the reflection. <laughs> Tell me you don't see boner. Well, I don't see. I don't see. Okay, sorry. Nah. Oh, see? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. No, I'm sorry. I'm being childish now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're three grown men giggling through Star Wars looking for boners. Never mind. <laughs> okay, okay. How do you think the directors of Robot Chicken and Family Guy do this? This is true. This is true. It could be... We could be the next robot check in. Right. Leia's hologram was recomposited in 1987. The beam from R2 was digitally redone to stabilize and give it more of a glow. Well, it's a good point, actually. It does look a little faint in the second one. Um, very cool. I always like this shot, so. though, where you can see the T-16 Skyhopper in the background out the doorway there. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The I never noticed there. that. Yeah, and then that's a little bridge right behind mm. it that goes off towards oh, wow. the, the little center commune area where, uh, you know, he... Uh, where everybody meets up and his, you know, his aunt yells up at him to make sure the droids be bocce and all that. Um, wow. Yeah, I've got a, re- I've got a really cool book that breaks down all the different locations and shows like blueprints of it all. Um, it's really neat to see the way the whole uh, um, Lars, yeah, the Lars family ranch is set up, ranch farm, whatever it's called. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I I don't know whether the scene still exists, and but I remember seeing it, and I've seen photographs of it, where Luke is actually playing like with a toy of a T sixteen. Uh, yeah. So yeah, and he's he's obviously got the bigger version parked in his garage. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. that's while C three PO's I think is being lowered down. He's sitting on a bench and messing with that, and then he gets up and starts fiddling with R two, and then we cut to this scene here. 
Mm. The Borner scene. The bo- <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, C-3PO. <laughs> oh, I know. Yeah. M- moving on swiftly to number 31, and we've got Leah with uh, with uh, speech. Um, yeah, there's not much there, I think, really. Um, yeah, just a little darker and more. Yeah. Same for a 32, I think. And just stop me if you guys want to talk about anything. And for 33, pretty much skimming through. and Yeah, just lots more contrast on all of this. Yep. So 34 is just saying there the, yeah, some stuff for R2's projector. Strange that the official list points out that this is missing from the special editions. Okay. Oh, well. Very small kind of error, I guess. And more of Leo on 35 and on 36. It's amazing the differences they've made here. Um, and again, I think we can pretty much skip through to... Uh, Almost all the way up to 40 to 42, even. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So we get the first shot of uh, Luke and the Suns. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, they recreated them from scratch. Um, Remove some landscaping. Yeah, not a great deal in 43 either. So um, Or 44, I think, for that perspective. Um, I have to say, though, the song that plays during that, the Binary Sunset, that's one of my favorite songs from Star Wars. Oh, without yeah. a doubt, yeah. yeah. Just the precursor to where everything just starts to go. Mm-hmm. Bums up for Luke, really, quite frankly. It's just, <laughs> everybody dies and everything goes wrong, and yeah, and he never gets to go to Toshi Station. And so, um, yeah, the next one, this is number 46. There's been so much talk about this uh, saving the Lars homestead, and um, I know neither of us have got out to go and see that, but such a criminal shame that this place is uh, is going to, to rot. Um, well, this place here is actually a hotel. What we're looking at on flight slide 46 <laughs> and we're looking into, it's in the same area, um, but it's not the Lars homestead that they're trying to save is the actual little igloo that's in the middle. Oh, of the so desert. it is. So yeah. it is. What this is here is this is actually a hotel that they stuck a couple moisture evaporators into the middle of and, you know, added some blue <laughs> milk to a couple scenes, I think. Um, that's true. Uh, but yeah, it's a hotel. You can actually go and stay at it and things. Oh, I thought this was run down as well and closed. Oh, okay. Probably. I mean, I'm sure they cleaned it up a bit for the movie. Um, it, it may be closed <laughs> yeah. too. I mean, I, I saw, I saw photo slides of it like six years or so or something like that, where this guy had gone and stayed at and took pictures. Um, cool. So as of at least like ten to six years ago, it was still functional, I guess. Just looking at slide 47, I just watched a fantastic DVD uh, called Star Wars Begins. Um, again, I think this is the correct person, Jam Davdar, that made this. Um, I think he's another name, but that's the name that he, he seems to put that work under. And um, it shows you one of the scenes uh, of Luke and 3PO in the uh, land speeder. And 3PO is actually talking through the mask and, uh, and 3PO is driving. And he's he's holding on to the steering wheel and just doing that kind of really bad acting with the steering wheel where he's just, you know, <laughs> it's all over the place. He is driving, um, isn't he? Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm going to let the drawer drive. I do like yeah, it there on 47 because uh, uh, when they shot the thing with the land speeder, the thing had wheels when they would drive it around and they just had mirrors on the side of it that would sort of reflect the ground. Um, and I've seen pictures of it in the production. They definitely cleaned it up for the newer editions. Um, but I've seen pictures of the way they did that. I so wanted to just put mirrors on the side of my car and like, make it look like it's floating. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be way better than yep. spinners. I mean, come on now. <laughs> Absolutely. Not a great deal in um, 48, which shows the first shot of the uh, Tusken Raiders, but um, 
that's one that came out as a figure uh, in the vintage, the VOTC line, and I passed on it. And I'm, I'm thinking now, actually, I should try and get it. Or I picked up two of them. They're totally worth it. Those are really yeah. yeah I mean, okay. what about you, Steve? What do you think as far as Tuscan Raiders yeah, go? I managed to pick one of those vintage OTC ones up as well, and I really like it. I just think the 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 outer robe that he's wearing is a little bit too big. I think that could have been turned down a little bit. It's a little bit too large. But other than that, the figure's fantastic. It's really yeah. good. Excellent. I do. It does mention on this slide on slide forty the uh, though hard to spot the land speeder model element that moves through the valley was replaced in the two thousand and four DVD mm-hmm. with a digital incarnation. I can't even see the land speeder. Never mind. No, I can't see it. Uh, replace it, but uh, yeah, okay, we'll, we'll take their word for it. I'm kind of uh, shocked at the amount of vegetation down there. I mean, I thought we were on a desert planet here. This is a good point. <laughs> Uh, Nick Shaw is not a great deal. It's just a wipe for 3PO and 49. Yeah, uh, 50 is yeah, kind of interesting. What mm. are you guys? Or, I mean, not yeah, no. place, but uh, uh, Old Ben's place here, Obi-Wan mm. Kenobi's hut. Uh, yeah, yeah the, the top one almost looks sort of like the pictures I've seen of Tashi Station uh, yep. from the past. Um, Quite a difference. Yeah. Um, there's a great uh, Star Wars um, kind of illustrated cutaway book. I can't remember the exact title of it, but it's one about Star Wars uh, and you hope, and it, it has the inside of Ben's home. And oh, That's boy. the same book I talked about a second ago. Um, oh, is it? Sorry. Yeah. Okay. Hang on. I have it sitting right here, actually. Wow. Um, you guys keep chatting for a second. I'll dig it out. Okay. Fascinating um, book, and it had a, a kind of section that added a little bit of history, like a, a kind of hidden compartment for Ben to apparently hide if his home was raided and Hide away some Jedi manuals and stuff, and uh, very interesting uh, notes yeah, and thought process. Yeah, I've got the book here. It's uh, it's it's from DK Publishers, and it's uh, in Inside the Worlds of Star Wars trilogy, and the Ultimate Guide to Incredible Locations of Episodes Four, Five, and Six. Um, yeah, and it's just got it's got cutaways, like I said a minute ago, of Uncle Owen's place. Um, you know, I flipped open here to the Yavin Temple and. It shows Moss Eisley, and it shows all the maps of where they drove into Moss Eisley and where they went and where they sold the speeder. And it shows Hoth, and it shows the maps of like where one party of Adat walkers got lost in the mountains trying to get over, trying to take a shortcut. The others went around. <laughs> it's just amazing the amount of detail and the things that they went into it. Um, yeah, and you can pick it up really cheap on eBay. Or not eBay, I'm sorry, on Amazon. I mean, I picked up a copy for like five bucks literally mm. and it's it's a hard bag and it's got these illustrations um i the reason i have it sitting here next to me is like i said it just moved but it's a box that i keep together of my star wars reference books where i keep this one the vehicle cutaways uh some of the artwork and uh, thing ralph McQuarrie stuff and a bunch of my sketchbooks and i use all of that stuff as like reference when i'm trying to build models and things wow so great books for people to pick up you are a fanboy, sir. I think you just read them every night before you go to sleep, but never mind. I do. <laughs> you do. I do. One other thing, just on that slide, very quickly, slide 50, was um, I always remember the line, uh, old Ben, that crazy old coot who stays out near the June Sea, or what's <laughs> to that effect. You actually see the June Sea behind on the bottom new shot. Oh, that's a good so, point. Yeah. He literally good. stays by the June Sea. So, um, that's gorgeous. Thank you for pointing that out. I had noticed that. Yeah. Uh, and, of course, he has evaporator, too. So, yeah. Uh, <laughs> And uh, not a great deal in 51, uh, just a color change, I think, uh, unless you guys have in shout. 52. 52 well, 51, is... I like the way they cleaned up the lightsaber in 51. Uh, true. Yeah. Looks... Yeah, that's true. Actually, it's really thick in the first one. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. You can see much more of the hilt there. It's actually got that kind of curve to it. Mm-hmm. Um, the second one, sadly, uh-huh. has ruined me for me on 52 by the amount of clips on YouTube where instead of Princess Leia coming out of R2, it's like naked dancing women and uh, <laughs> stuff like that, or, you know, all sorts of things. There's a variety on there, but... Uh, I like the I like the detail they added with 52 by just kind of bumping up the levels yeah. a bit, things and adding a bit more contrast. I mean, you see the detail on the walls and things a bit it's more true. pretty. It's true. Uh, yeah, no, I I mean I like that stuff. I always do that to my photos. Yeah. I always add a bit more contrast to them. You get to see Ben Cooker in the background. Sorry, Steve. <laughs> no, I was just going to say the first thing that pops into my mind when I see this image is the uh, uh, toy wise, anyways, the resurgence of the Jedi battle pack that came <laughs> out. It just look. It just look. It just. It just makes you realise how well Hasbro managed to capture that scene with that pack. With the mm, table. Good. Yep. Yep. Yeah, it's really good. That's excellent. Good point. Uh, which you get to see in uh, 53 again. It's uh, just. It's absolutely spawn, even to the little containers on the table. Mm-hmm. Continuity it's... error there. <laughs> yeah. no, uh, if you if you look at slide That's 52, true, there is. <laughs> Excellent. Oh well. And uh, fifth. go for it, Steve. Now I'm just saying I think we're dissecting these a little bit too much now when yeah, we're starting to notice teapots. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay, I suppose. Let's keep on the toys. Um fifty four looks as if uh Leia, I think in the previous one had a bit of a adamant thing going on her eyes, but uh it's been tidied up a little. Um here's a fun trick. So I don't know if you guys can do this on your keyboard, but with the console. you can yeah 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 you use the left and right keys on your keyboard <laughs> and you go between 55 and 54 and you can make Leia like dance for you. Oh excellent! <laughs> Fantastic. Excellent. I'm using the keyboard now as well. Very cool. Here's another, here's another one of those great continuity things. Um, when we get to 56, you can see the jacket Keep hanging back. behind Luke. Yeah. The jacket is back now. Like if you go back a few slides, you can see there's no jacket hanging behind Luke and 3PO there in that little cove. Oh wow! Good point. Jeez, we're really noticing things. Teapots and jackets. Oh boy. No, 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 no. There's a YouTube video that shows all these things at once. Don't worry. You don't have to like sit there and research it yourself. There's other key, <laughs> there's other geekier folks that have done this for us. <laughs> okay. Well, funnily enough, that's um, these are three cool figures just on screen here. Um, Definitely, the 3PO one, the best one so far, has been in that vintage collection. He's still not quite got that gold effect, but uh, I do hope yeah. we get to see another one of him in the future. Um, that vintage one can't sit like this, though. His legs won't bend this far. Is that right? Yeah, he won't sit oh, down in this position. For the you first... can lean him. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Luke's that's holding him. No, no, no. See, Luke's holding him. You can just have your Luke sitting there holding your vintage 3PO from falling over. With these funny girly legs. Yeah, I'm, I'm still not loving that new look. I think you liked it, Steve, from your review. Was that right? Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I, I think I've been blinded by the fact. Yeah, I, I really like it. It's, I think it's just down to the fact that I never managed to pick up the original yeah. um, vintage OTC look, you know, that came with the big bathrobes. Yes. And I really wanted that, I really wanted that figure, so, I, you know, I just jumped at the chance to get this one. So. Yeah, quite right. That Luke is a good one, that VOTC one. I have him. Um, yeah. I swapped the head on him for the pilot Luke because I figured, because I didn't like the head. He has kind of buck teeth or something. Um, uh, and the robe is a little hard to keep manageable for a lot of photographs and yeah. things I've found, but it's, and it's kind of funny with that you take it off and it's shirtless Luke running around. Um, and that was one of the first ones that had the ball hinged hips. Um, 
you can do some it's funny you know with the shirt off you can do some funny yoga poses with luke or something <laughs> the things you do with your figures okay um mm -hmm. 57 is just a star destroyer not much there um pretty much the same with 58 it's just a straight swap and 59 we can probably jump through 60 is rather beautiful in terms of just the composition of the shot but uh definitely much else 61 is a blur uh, as is 62 uh, and 63. Actually, wait, 62 is just kind of a cool composited shot, though. I just kind of like the way Ben and Luke's yeah, head. Yeah, that's true. Into. That's true. I mean, it's just, it would make a cool desktop or something. I don't know. Definitely. And they've mm. raised the uh, the land speeder up as well digitally, which I didn't notice. Um, mm. Good point. Good point. Um, so we get to the scum of hive and villainy on, on 64 and really 65. Um, I have to say I prefer the uh, the first version personally, but um, of sixty five, yeah, uh, more size looks yeah. a little bit more. I don't know. What this really reminds me of every time I see this shot is going to Burning Man every year. Uh, you basically come up a big valley like this, and it's this big, huge flats. Uh, very similar to this. I mean, you don't see it from this angle. You'd see it driving along the flat at the base of the mountains, driving towards this city in the desert. Um, but this this always reminds me of Burning Man, which in and of itself is a high of scum and villainy. <laughs> yeah. I was just gonna see that. <laughs> but uh, yeah, the, the the thing they've added there, obviously in '65, is you can see that that some distant air traffic, and that's something I think they did a good job. As we go through this Tatooine selection, you see a couple of ships. And they do appear in every single shot as a continuity flying across Tatooine very slowly. But um, it's just a small thing to watch out for if you're as anal and geeky as we are. Um, mm -hmm. This is a shot I have a bit of an issue with. I'll let you guys talk about it first. 66, Order 66. Um, mm -hmm. What mm -hmm. do you think? It's Tashi Station again. It's that same building That's we right. saw for Ben's house. <laughs> <laughs> it's the same building. Um, and there's a lot of crap added to the second one. I mean, I... I like all the buildings, but I could do without the lizards running around and stuff. What about you, Steve? Uh, not much to say in this one. I don't. <laughs> no, no, not really. I, I just, I just, I kind of like the addition of the the, the little wombat things. I think they look pretty cool. It kind of like get, it kind of puts a, a a face to a name almost. You know, when That's you true. hear Luke talking That's about. True. In Wombrats, it's nice to know what these things look like. Uh, mm. and, uh, and you get to see a little ship there just the way up in the in the skyline, which again, that's the one that keeps. Yeah. I think it really, I think it adds to the spaceport feel, in my that's opinion. That's a good point. Yeah, yeah that's a good Definitely. point. Next one's cell phone towers. Cell phone towers, operators. <laughs> uh, the next one's uh, very interesting. Sixty-seven. The wow, the quality and the difference is, uh, it's pretty phenomenal. Um, We've gone from a big black blur to uh, to CGI yeah. everything, really. Yeah. I think Steve's right, though. It does add to the uh, spaceport feel to mm. it. Mm. Yeah. I kind I of prefer the, the middle shot looks better to me, but I just can't help but think that in that middle shot that C-3PO looks kind of like one of those wooden um, figures. Those mannequins. You know, that, you know, yeah. It yeah. kind of looks like one of those. And so I'm not... I don't know. I like the composition and the colours used in the in the in the middle shot, but the, I think the Me third and final one looks looks better. It's more defined. I love how R two's R two D two can uh, just about do everything known to man. He has the Swiss Army knife of robots. He has jetpacks and, <laughs> yes, he and he has to lie flat on his back like a completely you know like a beetle on its back. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> no, Mike. 
Very trusting. He is. He is. Yeah. But uh, Nick One Sixty Eight was one that I remember uh, when they brought the special edition out. Figures. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the figures, yeah. I never picked this guy up. He wasn't bad, I think. He's one of the he's one of the strangest figure choices ever. He's just really weird. But again, on screen for a and second. Yeah. Difference. And I wonder if we'll see another difference. I'm sure we will at some point. Still don't like that that scene where he. Uh, not quite there in this slides yet, but 94 shows a little bit more um, where Han decides to stand over uh, his tail, which doesn't quite work. Then we get Boba Fett added in there. That uh, was something that I thought was not of too bad. Uh, <laughs> question, though. He has the, he's got the red gauntlets. So he has the red ones in A New Hope. He has green ones in Empire. And then he has red ones wow. again in Jedi. I guess he just wears them. Maybe these are his Tatooine. Gauntlets. Every bounty hunter needs a wardrobe change now and again. I love, I love. We have a very sure, sure, sure. Uh, Greedo's Greedo's sister, or someone, someone Greedo and stole his clothes. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, it's, in fact, there's two Rodians in the background. You can just see one behind the guy who looks like Pete Postlethwaite. And, there's another uh, one behind Boba Fett. <laughs> if you go back to '93. You can see it. Yeah, that's just the I don't know typical Rodian gear, yeah, I guess, on Tatooine. Wow, okay. And we move on to '95, and that has to be a shocking piece of CGI. For for Java, he's just that looks like something I made out of plasticine, but never mind. Uh, wow, that's pretty bad. Never mind. It was good for the time, I guess. Yeah. And um, ninety six, where we get that little Boba Fett piece again. More Rodians. What else have we got? Uh, ninety seven. Not a great deal to report there. Now it looks like you're just trying to blur in the scenes from where the Java yeah, scene got inserted. again at 98. Beautiful shot on 99 of the Falcon bl- uh, blasting it, which was just a great addition, I think, to the the the, uh, the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and a beautiful shot again on 100. The um, just some tweaking there, just to really improve it, enhance it. I always felt in the scene when the stormtroopers turn around that a little bit slow and the things rocketed ahead, but. Uh, um, but yeah, there we go. Uh, 101, not a great deal to tell you there on that one. And I think this is, no. I think this is where we New get colors. to uh, the, uh, as you were talking about, um, quit Alderaan too soon. The kind of, uh, it's kind of, uh, there's a lot of shots <laughs> here which are really loads, and we're going to skim through a lot of them at this point because they're all really pretty much uh, laser effects. There's not a great deal to show you here apart from explosions on 103. Uh, um, 104, eh, not a great deal. Um, CGI. I don't know why it's. Yeah, weird, that's weird. But... That's a little weird. In 104, uh, 105 again, just the the same kind of idea. Yep. Yeah. One all. We get lightsabers all the way up to like 116. Yeah, let's skip all like... the way through to 116. There's not a great deal to report on them. Uh, not not much on that one either. One seventeen. Uh, one eighteen. No. No. Falcon. Like one nineteen. Bit of three PO. Love that scene on one twenty. The uh, uh, the kind of Death Star uh, hallways, and um, you get to see that Death Star droid. Beautiful. Uh, just a, a glimpse of it when mm-hmm. you were uh, younger. You got to see this thing, but now of course we get figures of it, and um, they've been pretty good. The two versions mm-hmm. of them. 
This one, apparently, I didn't realize until I saw this kind of stuff was um, on 121, the um, the removal of the kind of violent scenes from Star Wars, which I never noticed. Um, you know, this kind of flame effect in his chest. You just see him hit the ground in the future. Um, nice little rack yeah. on the... Uh, <laughs> The rack on the right-hand side is the, the Stormtrooper rifles, which we're now getting in the vintage toys. And you used to get a kind of stand like that with one of the versions of a Stormtrooper uh, many years ago. So good to mm-hmm. see that. Usually they had a cool battle pack that came out in that uh, Saga line. Right, that's not Saga. It's that gold and blue line that went out. Uh, you got a battle pack, and it came with a couple of Death Star guys and a rack of guns and a mouse droid, a couple other things. Uh, I miss those battle packs mm-hmm. where you got just a bunch of weapons. 122 is coming up to what's in our favorite scene and the title of this podcast pretty much nearly um, is the kind of uh, the Death Star um, prison cell block. And uh, it is That's beautiful. A cool shot looking Absolutely. at the doorway I love that, that scene. It's just one of the best ever. Um, don't think we've ever had this. I mean, there's a prime candidate for a figure and we've never, you know, he actually has a speaking line and I don't think we've ever had him as a figure, whoever he may be. Um, yeah. And the guys with the big funny helmets on uh, 124 and again more kind of uh, mm-hmm. kitty proof stuff on 125 yeah. the blaster shots and the squibs and the guys are removed um, this seems crazy 126 and so forth I mean this, this is all the shots where just everybody the, the, the fire power is going everywhere and everything's getting shot uh, yeah they survived. survived you mean um, <laughs> 129, the, the digital extension to the tunnel makes quite a difference. Yeah, yeah. You really see it on slide 131. It makes quite a bit of a difference. Just the way it kind of ends, whereas the other one just goes on forever. And again, I'm just skimming through these guys. If you're skimming through them, if you catch any that grab your attention. Han Solo and Luke and Stormtrooper gear, just phenomenal. I was going to say, I don't even really notice any changes. I mean, aside from just color enhancements and the hallway enhancements until you get to like yep. 144 or 145. There's not much. Into the garbage. The new Diagonal looks cool. The, the original Diagonal was enhanced a, a blinking and a moving eye. Okay. Bit of a puppet before. That was definitely that. Uh, I like in 145 how they changed all the English. Changed it into Arabic. Cool. That's right. Fantastic. Yep. Not a great deal in 146. Again, a lot of these uh, slides. Well, 147 is quite a bit of a difference. Um, <laughs> that scene always cracked me up when he runs into the room of all the stormtroopers. It reminds me of, uh, I think it's Wayne's world where he opens up the door and there's all these ninjas training. And he just had this room. He wanted a room full of ninjas training. Uh, it kind of reminds me of what Han right. or Han run, ran into. Uh, I think we're losing Steve here, um, a little bit just to, so, um, we'll, we'll see if we can get him back. Um, just if he, if you need to hang up, Steve, and you can still hear us hang up. We'll try and dial you back in. If you want to, uh, we'll come back to you. Um, but uh, just as we carry on here, yeah, I think it makes more sense on that. 147 is definitely a difference with uh, Han's ex- facial expression really makes a big difference. Instead of five stormtroopers, yeah, that would really make you, you, you scream and shout. But uh, totally. we jump on 149, 150, and this is where it kind of the slides just go a little bit nuts here where they, uh, they show the differences between the lightsabers. And there's not a great deal to... Uh, cover there really is it i think until we get to except for when their lightsabers are clashing and we get the green blurs i always thought red and blue makes purple I never that's thought true green. that's true <laughs> i don't know I'm and i think it, it only enhances yeah. it when you look at this frame yeah, by yeah. frame how you kind of compared to the later uh fights how kind of slow and, and pretty laborious this stuff was uh 
Yeah, it's definitely two old men having a Jedi yeah. fight here. I mean, I literally just skipped ahead. I mean, I'm up I'm in two, 207. And yeah, I'm, I'm still, 239. I'm still fighting. <laughs> there's, there's so much. Okay, I'm um, catching up. I'm catching up. And we're back in. And just to say that um, we lost Steve there for a little bit, but he's back online here. So we've skipped ahead a few slides because a lot of these, as we'd said, were pretty much uh, just some colorization changes. There's not a great deal there. So... Steve, you, you've probably lost your internet by the sounds of it. Um, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think we, we're pretty much done on, on these slides. There's not a great deal of other changes. Um, we can see uh, that that's pretty much it. We'll share this stuff in the show notes, and you'll get to see the differences. Um, there's just a few. Um, what do you want to? We want to finish up on these, or do you want to? Um, we we'll just wrap that up there. No, or... I'd say I'd say let's. I think we gave a great teaser. This for is everybody. true. This is true. Yes. Spend the rest of the time to go through the last hundred slides of this and look at it for themselves. Um, you know, we got. I think we've got a I good hour so. or so conversation between the three of us. And Steve's having some internet issues. Why don't we wrap this up and we'll call it a night? And you guys and Steve can start his day, and the rest of us can go to bed i don't know what yeah i think everybody gets the idea there's a lot of changes and yes we've gone very anal on some of it and detailed in bits and pieces but yeah you're right i think it's uh yeah let everyone get on with it and they can they can, uh, they can look through themselves i think and see some of the changes we've we've covered a lot of toys we've covered a lot of things i've even made a list of some things that i want to go and buy now after talking with you guys so um look thank you steve yet again for joining us uh for taking your time out your morning and apologies to your girlfriend for taking up a lot of your precious time <laughs> and um yeah, thank you. And for those that don't know uh, where to find Steve, you're uh, obviously youtube.com slash sithlord229. Anywhere else you want um, to just my, There's my Facebook group, which doesn't particularly have a link, but there's um, the image that's on my, on my YouTube channel. You can click the start image on the column there, and that'll take you to my Facebook page. Um, and there's also my blog, which is just sithlord229.blogspot.com. So if you want to check that out as well, I've been making quite a few uh, blog entries recently. So check them out it'll make you buy some toys um so look thank you again for joining us steve and hopefully mm -hmm. if we've not kept you too long we'll maybe get you back and we'll try and do another one of these a lot quicker i think uh with a lot less so um but uh, yes thank you for joining <laughs> us and um what's for yourself people want to find you they can go to uh, dbsw.net uh, i've got all my links there cool and uh, from me, flyguy.net, you can find everything you need on there, and we'll post this up with the show notes. You can talk, you can look through this where we uh, blather on. And um, thank you for listening to another boring conversation. Anyway, literally, we'll see you again in the future. <laughs> Okey doke. May the force be with you guys. Bye.